It's good to go. This is professional wrestling announcer and sports host, The Young Professor, and you are listening to the From Corner to Corner podcast. company started a wrestling company known as ROH Ring of Honor and I've been a fan of Ring of Honor for a long time a huge fan so you can imagine I'm very excited because today I signed a deal I just became the new owner of Ring of Honor I mean, that was some pretty big news, right? Yeah, I uh, I kind of felt like that uh, that deserved to be the opening. I, I had another opening, but I'll save that for next week because, like, right before we come to record, he made this announcement. Right. And, I mean, we thought he was buying – we thought HBO Max was going to be the announcement, but nope, he bought Ring of Honor. He did buy Ring of Honor. Uh, I think it's a pretty big deal, but I'm, I'll be interested to see what he does with Ring of Honor now. Um, you and I both agree that the, the jewel of that purchase is the video library. Right. He has 20 years worth of video that he just acquired for the soon to be streaming service. I don't know. I don't know when the this HBO Max deal comes to fruition. I would imagine it's too much talk going on for it just to be talk. Right. There has to be something behind it. Um so then you would be able to add AEW and Ring of Honor stuff. But like I said, I'm interested to see what he does with Ring of Honor. Which the streaming service would be a huge win-win, right? Right. It, we would watch. We would. Uh, let me rephrase that. I already have HBO Max, so I would be able to watch what you would assume would be the pay-per-views. I I cannot imagine HBO Max would would tie into AEW and not want the rights to the pay-per-views. Now. It's currently at nine ninety nine. Hopefully, it would stay there and not push itself up, and you have to pay more for it. But I mean, you think about it: the AEW pay per views are 
what, 50, 60 bucks? I mean, they have to be. That's that's kind of what uh, the WWE pay-per-views were going yeah. for. Maybe still do go I, for. I think I think last time I looked, it was forty nine ninety nine, And they have, what, five? Is that is this evolution thing or the revolution? Is that a is that a pay per view? It is. So that's five pay per views. I think I was gonna say they do they do four or five a month. Yeah, I mean, they've got year. all in, all out, double or nothing, revolution. I guess that's just the four then. I guess they, they didn't they do a full gear or something like yeah, that. Yeah, maybe that's a pay per view. I'm not real sure. I, but here's the thing: I, I don't buy their pay per views because I don't want to pay fifty dollars to do it. But I would watch their pay-per-views if it was on a streaming service. But I also, with that being said, it's not because it's an AEW thing. I wouldn't pay $50 for WWE pay-per-views. 100%. 100%. That's a, that's just a lot of cabbage at one time. And, uh, you know, there's another jewel that's still floating around out there, and that's our boy Shane Taylor. You know? what What is... What does that mean for him? Like, like they released all those guys from the contract. Yeah, they, they're they're un, unlike when Vince bought WCW, he also acquired WCW talent. Yeah, Ring of Honor released all their wrestlers from their contracts. Yeah. So, is unless there's something that we don't know, there's not any talent that Tony Baloney just acquired with this deal. So one would assume though that he 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 also gets the belts, right? You would think so. So, it's going to be interesting to see. If nothing else, it's going to draw eyes towards the AEW product for the next for, for the foreseeable future. Well, April 1st, 2022, you can still buy tickets to the Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor that was their comeback show. Right. So what happens now? I mean, there's already been. I was looking on the. I was. I was looking on the page, uh, and it talks about the Briscoes defend the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Titles at Supercard of Honor. Jonathan Gresham and Bandito will meet at Supercard of Honor to determine undisputed World Heavyweight Champion. Final battle, end of an era. Jonathan Gresham wins original. We already have Gresham and Bandito announced. We know that Briscoes are going to defend the tag team titles. We know that independent wrestling star Ninja Mac has been signed for Supercard of Honor. Joe Hendry punched his ticket for Supercard of Honor. So, I mean... Is the Briscoes have an opponent? No. That's got to be... Free the Republicans, it's right? It's got to be the Republicans, right? Yeah. I mean, what a better way to to do that. I mean... Somehow, some way, this show's going to happen. It's going to be collaborated with AEW. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm going to say, there's going to be some Ring of Honor talent that's going to show up on AEW now. Well, let me I mean, ask they you got Jay, Jay Lethal already. Do you think Tony Khan runs Ring of Honor like a standalone product? If you were Tony Khan, would you run Ring of Honor like a standalone product? The only way I would do it is if I could get TV time for it. Right. If it's the same product that it is now, nope. Let me ask I you don't. this question. Do you pitch to Turner, give me the Friday time slot, let's get rid of Rampage, give me a two-hour time slot on Fridays, let me run Ring of Honor? Yes. Or or at least the, start out with the hour. Yeah. Just take the place of Rampage right now. Because it already has the name recognition. Right. And it's going to be something new. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can legitimately travel... AEW Ring of Honor like two separate 
mm-hmm. entities. Yeah. Yeah. And you can have they, they I don't know that they have the ability like well we're gonna be talking about titles on the show tonight, right? That's we are. one of the things to do it now. In in doing the research, one of the things that I come across a lot of times is if you go to Wikipedia and you start looking at titles, it's got them all broke down by genre, generations type thing. WWWF, WWF, WWE, WWE Raw, WWE Smack, you know. So it's like, and then they would be like, the belt would, would end, mm-hmm. and it would say discontinued. And that's like, they did that with the, the, the tag belts. Right. You know, they were the WWE tag belts, and then they went to brand specific, right? Right. So... I say all that to wrap back around. There was a point that when Vance bought WCW, you had both belts branded on the show. Do you have enough TV time currently to be able to do that? Because that's a lot of belts because they they brand the six-man tag belts. Well, I was getting ready to say that is the one belt that for sure will come over. Yeah. 100% mark it down. The six-man tag belts from Ring of Honor will be incorporated to AEW. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. And But, I mean, if you if you take all of Ring of Honor's, because they've got a TV title belt, right? Mm-hmm. They've got the six-man. they got the tag. They've got the, uh, what's their mid-card? They've got a mid-card belt. Pure. Yeah. And then you've got the world title, right? Yep. Well, that's, and then you got the women's. Yep. Well, Dynamite would be full of title matches every daggone week if right. that's what you did. I think another talent that joins Jay Lethal in AEW, depending on what the plans are for Ring of Honor, is Jonathan Gresham. Right. I think Jonathan Gresham comes over. But I just had a but, thought. But, but his fiance is in Impact, so there's still a chance that he goes there. It is. It goes back to, they still don't have TV slot. Impact still doesn't have a TV slot. That's gonna. That's the biggest hindrance for Impact currently is that, because you and I have talked, yes, it's not always about TV, but that's where the money is. Right. That's where the consistent money is. So that's where you grow your fan base. Right. Not everybody's Danhausen. Right. And there's... We're finding out Danhausen's are few and far between. A thought that I just had, Ring of Honor has announced their inaugural Hall of Fame class. You knew, you knew that, right? Yeah. Okay. Do you know who some of those guys that have been announced for the Hall of Fame are? I bet a couple of them are the two that started off the show tonight. Christopher uh, Daniels and Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson, for sure, Samoa Joe, Phil Brooks, and the Briscoes. By the way, did you know that uh, Daniels is 51 years old? Is he really that old? Yeah, because we looked it up when we was watching him a little bit ago. Is he really? Yeah. Can I double check you on that? A hundred percent. Because Cassie looked it up. You might want to edit this part out. Yeah. Because according to Wikipedia, he was born May 22nd, 1981, and he's 40. 
I don't know. She told me he's 51. I'm just telling you. Wikipedia right there says he's 40. No, Christopher Daniels. Oh, Christopher Daniels. I thought we were talking about Brian Danielson. No, I said Daniels. Uh, well, there's too many Daniels Danielson. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah. You were right. I was wrong. <laughs> yes, I knew Christopher Daniels. That's why I was so puzzled. I'm not editing this out because I was right. And I announced you were. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big man. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, when I said Daniels, I couldn't spit Christopher Okay, I, I heard Dan, and I was thinking you're talking about, and I was like, yeah. Daniel Bryan, 51 years old? Yeah. Well, no wonder WWE released him. Yeah. He's old. Yeah, right. Dude's a relic. Yeah. Yes, I did know Christopher Daniels yeah. was 51. Yeah. He yeah. looks pretty dang good to be 51. Yeah, yeah. But he looks 51. He does. But getting, back, getting back to my original point. Two minutes later. Cassie, I apologize. I should have believed you. Your dad didn't say the word right. If I would have Googled it, I could have totally seen it being wrong. But, I mean, that that girl, has she, she keeps the phone. She knows how to Google it. Got the Google fingers. Yeah. So, if you think about it, a lot of those people that were key in starting Ring of Honor are now all in, <laughs> no pun intended, to AEW. Yeah. So what if we have your your Brian Danielson, your Phil Brooks, your Christopher Daniels? Those guys transfer over to Ring of Honor. And what if they use Ring of Honor like a developmental brand? Where have we where have we seen that before? Right. And you use those three names, you can bring Joe in. You can bring these guys in. And they they give they give the brand legitimacy already because they're megastars. They've been there, done that all over the world. They're Hall of Famers in Ring of Honor. And now they can help grow, continue to grow the brand, but also be a feeder system for AEW. You can have your AEW wrestlers come down. You can have your Ring of Honor wrestlers go up. You can do cross-promotional stuff. I think it's possible for them to run... Ring of Honor, like its own entity. Well, I mean, and you could almost look at it as a Raw and SmackDown type thing. Two completely different rosters. You could. And the wild card still floating out there is Cody Rhodes. Yep. Cody Rhodes still, he has connections to Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. That's the first company he went with. He, he was the Ring of Honor uh, world title or world champ at one point. And he held the six-man belts. Like, he has, he has history with Ring of Honor. Yeah. So, this is going to be an interesting story moving forward and yeah. one that I don't think we're done talking about. Right. And I think the possibilities here are endless. I think you and I both agree this was a very smart move on uh, Tony Baloney's part. Even though he did look crazy, he had crazy eyes going on when he came out to make his announcement. I couldn't tell. If he was, he kept like looking at the entrance way, and I couldn't tell if like he was getting ready to announce another huge signing like Bearcat Lee, or if he was going to kick down some more forbidden doors with free agents, or if he was just going to forget that he was supposed to make an announcement and just keep rambling. I honestly thought before the announcement got made, he was going to get cut off. Somebody was going to come out. That would have been a perfect spot for MJF to come out and just cut him off and be like, nobody in Jacksonville cares about your announcement. Yeah. The fans would have lost their minds. Yeah. And I'm not sure why Tony Schiavone just hung around in the ring like awkwardly. (laughs) 
Like, I mean, the dude owns the company. He doesn't need Tony Schiavone in the ring, okay? Somebody's got to grab the microphone when he's done talking. It's his microphone. (laughs) He pays Schiavone. Right. I'm like... Come on, That's man. what I mean. Shavoni is the is the one. He's the mic guy. I was just saying, Here's your mic, sir. You can you can hand it you can hand it to the gorilla position person back there. That's I'm sure funny. you got plenty of people back there. That's funny. But I'm interested to see where this goes. Like we said, the jewel of the package is the video library. Yeah. But it said the pr- press release for those of you that aren't nerds like me and read press releases on stuff like this. It says that he purchased the video library, the brand assets, that's the titles, Mm -hmm. the intellectual property, I guess creative? Is that like, I'm not sure what intellectual property would be, production equipment, etc. Yeah. So... Pretty sure. I mean, I I, I read, got everything but the wrestlers because there weren't any. Right. So technically, but he may if he, he owns the belts, he might even say, "Bring me the belts." You know, if, they might not be no defending the belts. If he owns the belts, then he owns the belts. He can put. I mean, Jeff Jarrett said whenever they started TNA with under the NWA banner that Dan Severn was currently the NWA World Champion. They wanted the belt. They didn't want Dan. They didn't want Dan Severn. Yeah. So what they do? Dan, give me the belt. And Dan gave the belt up. Yeah. So. And he's still sore about that today. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd kind of be sore too. He was perfectly fine coming in and dropping the belt. And 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 I don't think Jeff would do it any differently. I wish that it would have been handled different. Right. Neither here nor there. Huge get because as a company's only worth what their video library's worth. Yeah. Speaking of worth, can I drop a bombshell on you just now? Sure. That I looked at before we got here. Okay. The WWE as of like May 2020 was valued at $6 billion. Is that all? Is that all? Well, yeah, because they got a billion dollars to go to USA, and they got a billion dollars to go to Saudi, and they got a billion dollars to go to Fox. And they I mean, got that's bi- three right there. And they got a billion dollars from Peacock. Yeah, I mean that's four billion. And you can't make money. You you can only make two billion dollars more with the money you already had. And only two billion. I mean, come how on. many billionaires are there in the world? I don't know. So. Vince McMahon currently is only worth $300, $400 million only. Yeah. I mean, it's pop, you know. Yeah. He's got a company that's probably worth near $7 billion right now. So people keep talking about WWE selling. There's not a many companies that can handle that price tag. Yeah. Because it's going to bring at least $7 billion. You would think. You would think the only comp- the only two companies I can think of one of them's not even a company would be Disney. Yeah, I'd say Disney can 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 handle that, and probably the Prince of Saudi Arabia. Like right, those might be the only two people. I get off on tangents sometimes. <laughs> I was these are the things that go through my mind. I was sitting at home in my recliner, and I was like, you know what? 
I wonder what the WWE's worth. <laughs> so I so I googled it. Almost seven billion dollars is what it's worth now. That's pretty good money. I mean, you got a pretty good riffing business. It ain't worth seven billion dollars. No, no, it's definitely not. So seven billion. That's I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, the podcast is worth almost seven dollars. Have we not hit the seven dollar mark? No, not yet. But we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. I'm going to start a Kickstarter. I think we should start an OnlyFans. <laughs> and you. We'll have, we'll have a joint OnlyFans account. You can subscribe and watch us do Topless Podcast. Yeah. And, you know, if you've seen this before, you definitely want to catch on to that. <laughs> I mean, that's... I mean, I think we would, we would charge a meager $75 a month. Right. I mean... That's the going rate on OnlyFans. I, like have that, right? I don't know. I don't know either. But uh, the only reason I say this because Jordan Grace and her comment on <laughs> Twitter about her and Jonathan Gresham starting a joint OnlyFans. And funny. she tears people up. Like it, yeah. Like she gets people so. She made a comment during the Super Bowl because they caught Snoop Dogg smoking a joint. Mm-hmm. Like that's supposed to surprise anybody, <laughs> right? And she made a comment, something along the lines of, I can't believe Snoop Dogg smokes marijuana. How did I not know this? And and she carries on. Well, then fans start thinking that she's accurate. So she just keeps feeding off. And she said, if you are a fan of Snoop Dogg and his wacky backy, and she called it wacky backy, and then she called it left-handed cigarettes and all this stuff, right? She said, then I don't want you as my fan. And, like, people were getting legit, like, fired up about it. Like, I can't believe you didn't. And I'm like, you clearly have to be smarter than your keyboard. Like, you, nobody doesn't know that Snoop Dogg doesn't smoke pot. That's the whole point of the tweet that I sent out today. It didn't go anywhere. I was really hoping that it would. But it's like, it, it, people type before they think. Right. Right. I mean, and, and it's it's so funny. Anyways, we didn't want to get off on that. We part. digress. Yeah, um, there was like this completely changed the the start of the show. This was not the show that we wanted to jambalaya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, before we get into the the meat of the meat of the show, there there was a, we were we had a very a good. Opening conversation yesterday so this was what we just finished was our opening before the opening we're getting ready to get to our opening right we we were having a very good conversation about how this do you want the do you want the listeners to take you want to take a moment let the listeners guess what our conversation was about sure wrestling yeah guess wrestling yeah wrestling is the answer it starts with a w ends with a g your wordle is wrestling. Because <laughs> that's all we ever talk about. I mean, baseball season hasn't kicked back up yet, so we can't talk fantasy baseball yet. That's a whole other episode. Anyway, sorry. Anywho, um, we were talking about the possible scenarios of what transpires with Roman and Brock. Right, because it's being reported that the WWE, even though... It's announced as a unification match that the WWE still plans on there being two world championship belts. 
which kind of goes against the term unification match. Which leads us to believe your fearless predictors of the the future here that Brock doesn't have that belt come mania. We think that he loses it Saturday. Right. Now, he's supposed to go against Lashley right now. But Lashley is still hurt, and it's from my understanding, he, he had to have shoulder injury. That's my understanding, too. That's why they wrote him out of right. the elimination chamber. So a lot of things transpired on the last hour of Monday. That's what sparked the whole thing, because I was telling you about how good the last hour of Raw was mm-hmm. Monday night. Let me, spoiler alert, Raw was really good this week. Yeah. Which it always is, because where are we at? We're in mania season, baby. And who? The writers come out of retirement when it comes to mania season. Who called that? That will be us. Right. We told you that this was the Super Bowl season for wrestling. So, anyways, one, Finn Balor wins the U.S. title. Mm -hmm. If we had had time to do Missing the Mark segments, one of my Missing the Marks would have been, real quick, Damian Priest goes undefeated for over a year in the WWE. He's lost four out of the last five matches that he's lost, that he's fought. He asked for a challenger last week, a real challenger, a championship challenger. Finn comes out, answers it. They had a great match the other night. Finn beats him clean. And then you get the official heel turn on Damian Priest. He's, he's a much better heel. He snaps, goes crazy, throws Finn through the table, just throwing him around like a rag doll. Nobody else believes me, but this to me sets up the demon at WrestleMania. It's a spectacle. It's two nights. They're going to want to get him out there if they can. And I understand your argument. I was going to say, my argument is you beat, he beat him clean. Finn just beat Damian Priest clean. There's no reason for the demon. I understand your point. Yeah. And I could see where it would work. I don't think it makes sense. Right. But if he shows up, great. If he doesn't, great. Right. I, I just. Just looking through the spectacle, over the next several weeks, Priest is going to beat the snot out of. Well, they him. actually have a match Saturday on the on the on the card in Madison Square Garden. Right, you're you're gonna you're gonna see, and Damian might even win that title back, and and then the feud continues, and then the Demon winds up taking that back at the. But I would be shocked if we don't get the Demon. Well, and here's what Manny. I'll say: five weeks out, the Demon doesn't make sense. Right. The key word there is five weeks out. Yeah. They have time to work that in there. Right. But as of now, I don't think the demon makes sense. And if if I was the WWE and I'm writing it and I know the demon is the answer, I don't advertise it. No. But they always do anymore. Because they ruin it. I mean, right. it'll be the go-home show of Monday Night Raw and you'll see the lights. But, but you're going to have, you know, you're going to have a... Cowboy Stadium full of people, and if you get the surprise of the demon, the place would go nuts. It would. But anyways, let's move on to the next one. So then you have Edge comes out, who had challenged for a WrestleMania opponent next week. Yep. We we didn't get it on the show, but we said all week long we thought it was going to be AJ Styles. Uh, we thought it was AJ Styles, and it was AJ Styles mm-hmm. because you believe that this could be. Well, you we did talk about this on the show last week because you believe that AJ. Could be retiring Edge at this mania. I do do think so. You also believe that AJ is the new retiree guy. He's the new Shawn Michaels. He's the guy whenever people go out. Yeah. 
they're going to put AJ in the match with it because he's right. he's the one guy on the card that's going to make you look great. Right, right. So AJ comes out, and then we get the double turn. We do. Edge turns on him, beats the living snot out of him. The mortal AJ takes crap out of the him. The beating like a professional does. A couple of concertos, all kinds, leaves him laying in the green. The facial expressions on the on edge are phenomenal. You and I talked about this. His internal strength. conflict going on. Any young wrestler or any fan of wrestling, go back and watch that ten to fifteen minutes. Edge, one of the most over wrestlers since he came back, at the drop of a hat, turned the entire audience on him. Yep, because he's really good. They and t- in, in what we talk about with the double turn is they made AJ the face. And he's, he had to do been a heel. Who had to do nothing but get beat up. But take a tail kicking. Right. And that's and and I'm sure him and him and Edge and Vince talked and he said they told him. And he I mean he 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 knew all I have to do is let you beat the crap out of me. Right. And we talked the reason it's significant AJ being a face, they have no face. Challengers for world titles. And as much as I hate to say this, it looks like Edge may not be getting that one more title run. Unless what comes next, we said all that to say this. Mm -hmm. Saturday night, Brock has an opponent. He is defending the title. He is defending the title. Paul Heyman made that clear. Well, if it's not going to be Bobby Lashley, who could it be? Well, we just named two guys it could be. Right. It could be AJ Styles, who may not be too believable, since how he just took two concertos. One would assume that he would have a a creative concussion. Right. And the other guy would be Edge. Right. Now, AJ could easily beat Brock Lesnar with the assistance of the Usos and or Roman Reigns. Who's also going to be there. Right. I think, and, and this was your other your other thought, if AJ wins the title Saturday night, mm-hmm. that sets up Edge and AJ being the title match where you could see Edge Taking that one run, that that one last title run there. I think it would make sense to be flipped, and it would be Edge, who's currently the heel, taking the title off of the face Brock Lesnar, and he could still use to get the assistance from because it would make right. sense with that storyline. Right. And then you have Edge get his little five week feel good moment. Yeah. They build a storyline. I and, like that. And we go into that Edge's makes retirement. a lot more sense. But. But that makes too much sense. It makes too much it's sense. It's the WWE. It's we know the, that ain't going to happen. It's going to be Big E or somebody. It, I, probably Austin Theory. I had another idea that I told you about. You keep the belt on Brock Lesnar. Right. Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar is a title unification match. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns wins because Roman Reigns is going to win. Right. Roman Reigns comes out on Raw Monday. Carrying both belts with the Usos, with Paul Heyman. And he basically says, this belt means nothing to me. 
It is beneath me. I don't want this belt. I just didn't want Brock Lesnar to have it. Mm-hmm. And he throws the belt down and walks out of the ring. So you have Roman basically just vacating the title. And then you're a big fan of tournaments. Your favorite WrestleMania was, was or one of your favorite WrestleManias was the world title tournament. Yep. Then you could have a tournament leading up to uh, crowning the new champion. Or is Money in the Bank after WrestleMania? I think and it generally is. So well, it's 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 July second this year. So it, it's it's not going to be after WrestleMania. But now they're 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 relinquishing the monthly pay per views. You've noticed that, right? They they are. Yeah, they're they're kind of backing off on that. But but that's a good thing. Though. It is a good thing. But I think they're going to do more specials like this Madison Square Garden thing. Yeah. So, I my hope was was that Money in the Bank would be closer. Then you can have qualifying matches to get into the money in the bank. You and then the change wins the title. The winner yeah. wins the title. Yeah. And that may still happen. Uh, but all these things that we say are very good creative writing, so we know none of it will happen. Right. I think <laughs> that you talk about making making Roman an Uber heel coming out on Monday Night Raw and taking the flagship title, Vince's pride and joy and just crapping on it, throwing it down, pulling almost to Shane Douglas with ECW mm-hmm. and talk about this title means nothing to me. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want Brock Lesnar to have it. The strap that I carry is the one that pays the bills yeah. because I'm the head of the table. And, and that just makes so much more sense than him having, if they're not going to unify them. Right. It's the only the there's only two possible scenarios. That or Saturday night Brock Lesnar loses it. I mean, the the only outside situation would be somebody comes down and it ends up being a double disqualification. But you're gonna have the main event of day two end in a double disqualification. Yeah. Vince isn't gonna do that. I, I no. No. And, and Roman's not going to defend one belt on one show and the other belt on the other show. No. That's stupid. He's not going to do it. Yeah. I will say, and it's going to be a teaser for our upcoming WrestleMania show, there is something that needs to happen the Friday night or the Monday night after WrestleMania for a buildup that would blow the roof off. And I'll leave it at that. Nice. Nice. Little tease to, towards uh, the, our WrestleMania stuff coming. Teaser! So, well, that got us through a half an hour. <laughs> and I mean, we actually kind of cut both topics short. We did. We did. Because this, this was a um, this is a topic that we wanted to talk about. And we have... The month of March pretty well planned out, and, right. and we don't want to go in and start changing those shows. So. Had we started thinking about this sooner, we would have probably done this in the month of February. Yeah. During during Black History Month. Right. Uh, February just ended Monday, though. 
This is yeah. just Wednesday. Right. Even though this episode drops Saturday. Yeah. So it's close enough, and it's definitely something that I get tired of hearing. Yeah. And, and to be honest, what sparked this topic was a, was something that we heard or saw on social media, and it just so happened to be in the last four or five days. Yeah. You know. So we didn't really have time to get it in the, right. the month of February. Well, why don't you tell them what it, what it was that we that we saw? You can, I mean, it, you can. Well, I can paraphrase it. Well, we basically <laughs> we basically continue to see, and I even heard it on a another podcast that I listened to yesterday. Everybody keeps calling Vince McMahon a racist, and I've got. Three pages of notes, and I just skimmed the surface. We did. I've really just kind of looked at the last... Three years? Well, I went a little further. Okay. I'd say the 2000s. I I, I went basically, so, you know... So the last 20 years. Right. And and to be honest with you, I, I recognized the names. I didn't necessarily knew if they were all white or black. But I basically went through and wrote lists down. I've got not not just black, but also minority. Minority, right? Right. And I, I just think it's I think it's funny that the WWE always gets the 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 smack on the tail. But just on the surface, when we were having this conversation the other mm-hmm. day. I mean, we were like naming off over the last two and a half, three years, the majority of the title belts have been on a minority for the last two and a half, three years. Right. Well, so I'll start with AEW, okay? Yep. AEW's been around for three years. We know that because Tony Baloney and his crazy eyes said that they started in the parking lot of Daly's Palace. And they were inside dailies, and there was fans, which was a super cool moment, by the way. I hadn't told you that. That was that was really because that was where they were during like the COVID era without fans. Mm-hmm. It was super cool to see them inside the building with the building full of fans. I don't know that they had been back really there since all the since, since the fans had come back. I thought it was super cool. Anyway, I I, I digress. There have been four world champions in AEW, mm-hmm. all white. Right. There have been. Let's see. Two, three, five tag team champions, I think. Mm-hmm. Scorpio Sky was part of the, I think he was the the inaugural tag mm-hmm. team champion. So Cal. Um, and then you got the uh, Lucha Brothers. Lucha Brothers, I forgot about them. Yeah. So there's so there so there's some minorities. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure about Luchasaurus or yeah, Luchasaurus. I've never seen. I've never read much about him. Yeah. So he may also be a minority. Yeah. He's got a mask on. So yeah. yeah. Jay Cargill was the first TBS champion. Right. The first women's champion was Japanese. Mm-hmm. The second one was. Uh... Oh shoot! I can't think of. Nyla Rose. Yes. Okay. I thought I actually thought Britt Baker took the belt off of her. So there was there was yeah. somebody between Yeah, Nyla Rose took it off of and uh, then Soho or whatever her name is. Britt Baker took it off Nyla Rose. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I think so. And then the TBS title, you have Miro. Mm-hmm. And 
and Sammy Guevara, while born in the United States, his dad is like half Cuban. Mm-hmm. So I'll throw Sammy Guevara in there. Right. So in three years, what is that? Seven? Yeah. Seven minority yeah. champions? In the same time frame, and this is just me coming off the top. You're, you're the one that did the research this week. This is just me coming off the top of my head. We've had Big E, Kofi in the last three years. Was he world mm-hmm. champion? Bobby Lashley. Yep. Those three have all been world champion. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns has been the universal champion. Yep. So there's four minority world champions. Yep. Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander have held the tag team titles. Yep. Street Profits have held the tag team yep. titles. Usos. Usos have held the tag team titles. Yeah. The New Day has held the tag team titles. Uh, the Mysterios. The Mysterios have held the tag team titles. Um, Bobby Lashley's held the the United States title. Mm-hmm. Damian Priest has held the United States title. Shinsuke Nakamura has held the Intercontinental title. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Belair. Bianca Belair has been the women's champion. You got uh, Sasha. Sasha. You've got, um, oh, shoot. And this is just in the last three years. And yeah. I know there's people that were missing. Yeah. But what I'm getting at is, and what you're getting at, and what the, some, of the, some of these names and, and, and range you're going to give us, I don't think Vince McMahon's a racist. Right, right. Well, just, okay, so let's just look at the world titles. Okay. Okay. So there have been 145 world title reigns in the WWE. Okay. Okay. You've got Jinder Mahal. Woo! Don't hinder Jinder. Carried it for 170 days. Kofi carried 180 days. Bobby Lashley's first run, 196 days. Big E, 110 days. Bobby Lashley's second run, 21 days. He got hurt. Now he got hurt. Yep. Okay. So uh, Rock had it seven times. Mm -hmm. Eddie Guerrero. Rey Mysterio, Del Rio a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's all the WWE ones. And I didn't go back to Don Morocco what? and... I mean, that's not that's not considered Seamus. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, he's he, he's Irish. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So, I mean... Or uh, uh, Drew McIntyre. Right. I, 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 and I didn't even go that well, right. And, 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 I mean, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't think yeah. about them as a, as a foreigner, but... Yeah. I mean, they are. Yeah. So, but just that list there. And, and you know, people will say, well, you know, until The Rock, there wasn't there wasn't a champion of color. And you're right. But look at the other company at the same time. Well, so WCW is my second list, right? right? 63 total title runs. World title runs. Yeah, world title runs. Ron Simmons, 1992. Yep. He first, was the first. First one. 1992, skip all the way to 2000, mm. Booker T. In from 2000 to 2001, Booker T held it five times. Mm-hmm. There was a run down that list that that world title was, was like a hot night. potato. Yes, it was nuts. Yep, and I was like, oh, okay, uh, I, okay. Here's nothing, you know. And I, I was just <laughs> just trying to make sure. And then technically, The Rock carried it twice before they disbanded it. Yes. Right now, the most interesting fact I found on this: okay. Hulk Hogan. Held the WCW title six times. He did. The only one that held it more was Ric Flair, which was seven. Okay? Okay. But Hogan held it for a total of 1,177 days, which is 
400 days longer than any other champion in WCW history. Yeah. And he was only there from 95 until they ran him off in 2000. 2000 probably. So yeah. five years. Yeah. He held once once he got that belt at with the NWO, he held it for a long how many, time. How many days total did you say? 1177. That's over three years. So he was only in, he was only in the company for five. Yeah. So for over three years of that, he was he was world champion. And I mean, the crazy part about it is, is what blew me away is the fact that you know Flair had it seven, but only held it for like 700 total days. Right. Right. Sting had it for quite a few too, but I mean, like Booker T had five five title runs, but I mean, it was all in a year. Right. And I think he had that belt when they come to WWE. Right. So then you look at Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Ring of Honor's not been around as long. 20 years. 2002, I think. It's they right. have 35 total title runs as a head as the world champion. Jay Lethal, in, in 2015, he has one title run. He held it for 427 days. Okay. It's a long time. It is a long time. And then currently, Jonathan Gresham, who got it in 2021, he's the current champion. Okay. There were a few Hispanic uh, champions mixed in there. I, I just didn't write you them were, down. Yeah. Right. Impact. Fifty-five total champions. Okay. Bobby Lashley held it twenty-eight times. Wow. Del Rio, Rich Swan, Moose. I'm sorry. Why did I do that? Never mind. It wasn't twenty-eight times. It was four times for Lashley. I wrote a 28 down there beside him for some reason. I don't remember what that I was, was like, for. I was like, 28 times is a long time. They were giving, they were giving, him, they were giving him the Sasha yeah. Banks treatment, man. I, I don't, uh, I don't remember what I wrote that 28 down there for. That's okay. I guess I should have made a note of that. But so just so that's off, it. That's just the, off the world title, that's those four. Okay, so Ron Simmons become the first champion of color. Mm-hmm. Now in the NWA. Okay, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat had held the had held the NWA mm-hmm. World Title, and Ricky was Ricky was on all these lists, right? And so, and then in the WWF, you know, you had uh, you had uh, Carlos Colon and uh, Mil Mascaris, and you know, you had names like that that would come along. Ivan Koloff, I don't know that he was really Russian. Okay, because they tried to tell us that Nikita Koloff was Russian right. and he was from Moscow, Minnesota. Right. But I say all that to say there weren't a whole lot of eth- there there wasn't a lot of ethnicity mm-hmm. in pro wrestling back before maybe the mid eighties. Right. And you know, we even made the comment the other day. In the Hulk Hogan WWF era, mm-hmm. are you putting the world title belt on Coco Beware or Junkyard Dog instead of Hulk Hogan? You're not. That's not a knock on those guys' talent. No. no. And it's certainly not a racist thing. No. And I promise you, if you had this conversation with Coco Beware or Junkyard Dog right now, would you have rather been the world title or would you have rather been on the card that Hulk Hogan was feeding you? Right. 
I'm pretty sure they would have took the paycheck that well, Hogan was providing. And, and we know this. That's how they were paid I was going to say, then. we know this because we've heard that's why you wanted big names as world champion because that makes the draw bigger. Right. And when the gate is big, yeah. then your paycheck is bigger. Right. Because you get a cut of the gate. Yeah. That's why Roman Reigns is carrying the belt for 500 days. Because he draws. That's why Brock Lesnar won at day one, because they needed the payoff to be big right. that night. Right? So, And that's not a knock on Bobby or Kofi or Big E. All those guys, every one of them on that list, carried it for roughly five to six months. Right. That's about the runs that they normally get. If your name and that and that's not that's not a that's not a racial thing or ethnic thing. That's just in general. Well, yeah, I mean, look at McIntyre. I mean, you, about the same way. You, and I mean, you drop it, they give somebody else a, a run for it, and then they drop it. You get and, in in today's wrestling. What Roman Reigns is doing is rare. I'm not sure. When it's all said and done, if it works out the way that I think it's going to, and I'll go into this more on our WrestleMania special show, Roman Reigns' universal title run is far from done. It's going to inch close to a 1,000 days before it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and again, I'll go into more detail about this later. But it's not going to be done again. Vince knows that he has something special right now. Mm-hmm. Vince has an end goal in mind. I think I know what Vince's end goal is, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure. But regardless, if it wasn't Roman Reigns, or if it was Roman Reigns five years ago, he's already dropped the belt multiple times prior to mm-hmm. prior to this WrestleMania. Right, right. And it's just it's just the way it works. But getting back to our topic. And I don't know, I know, I've heard a lot. I don't know that, and if if an ethnic or a, you know, a wrestler of a different ethnic background, whether African-American, Mexican-American, what, what, whatever, if, if they've come out and said this, I don't know. But I've never heard any of them call, or flat out say that Vince McMahon was a racist, right? I think it's typically the, fr- the 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 fans with the outsider perspective looking in that call him a racist. Mm-hmm. But when you look at the numbers, but see, that's just it. Nobody ever does the research. No, they don't. And and the 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 crazy part about it was when I went into doing this research. I expected, I honestly was thinking, when I wrote down only two names on Ring of Honor, I was shocked. Mm -hmm. Really was. And the fact that there was only four in Impact, and two of those, Rishwan and Moose, have been in the last three years. Bobby Lashley was back in 2014. I I didn't write down Del Rio's. But I think he had a couple of titles. I mean, you know, of course, Ron the Truth Killings was one of the first, cha- but we didn't go back that far. I didn't look at Empire, at TNA. Right. I thought about that after the fact. Right. Uh, because Truth was on one of the, a couple of the other lists. Right. And I was like, wait, I didn't go back all the way. I just searched Impact. Right. And it just pulled up what Impact was. So, one of the things, 
and I'm not saying that this guy is is wrong at all. I was listening to a podcast yesterday, and this like I never even looked at it this way. Mm-hmm. One of the things that he said was Brock has beat the like he beat Lashley, Big E, Kofi, and Kofi. They're all black, and he took the belt off the Rock for his first world title. Right, and so. They, he goes, well, he, he's beat the last three black champions, which, again, proves our point that Vince McMahon is racist. It's Brock Lesnar. Okay? It is. It is. What if Roman had done that? Would right. he be racist? Well, no, but then their argument would be, well, Roman is Polynesian. Right. What I if mean, it was Seth Rollins? Right. What if it, you know, no. I mean, I don't think anything. I think it's strictly because it's Brock Lesnar. Right. Yeah. And like we have already said, Lashley's hurt. He's hurt. Who else is winning the chamber match on Saturday other than Brock Lesnar? Nobody. If Bobby Lashley can't defend his title. Not a single he person. He never got out of the cube, which obviously indicates that he's hurt. Yeah. So the, and, and he had to have gotten hurt. After he got the title back, yep. or he would have never had the title again. Right. Or or he discovered that at some point. Right. right? But his, like, his reign was 21 days. He didn't defend the title at any point during that. He didn't have any matches at any point during that. The dude was hurt. And he he hurt. beat Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble for the world title back. Right. Like, just that that statement. Doesn't make any sense, right? Because Brock Lesnar has defeated Biggie, Kofi, and Bobby Lashley, then that makes Vince McMahon a racist, right? It just so happens to be that those three guys have carried the daggone belt for the last two years, <laughs> right? I mean, sprinkle in a Drew McIntyre, <laughs> but, and but Drew wasn't in there. Once Drew lost the belt to Bobby Lashley. I get well. I guess Kofi was Drew was in between Kofi yes. and Bobby. Wasn't right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Because Kofi lost in 2019. I, I forgot prior, about that. Prior to COVID, Drew McIntyre was basically the champion during the Thunderdome era. Right. Lost it a time or two, right. but got it back. But I mean, from 2019 to current, Brock Lesnar, Sheamus, Kofi, Bobby, Big E. It's been your champions for that WWE title that entire time. Yeah. Four of those five are minorities. Listen, I... So, Intercontinental Championships. 181 total reigns. Ahmed Johnson, your favorite wrestler. Oh, geez. He's so bad. (laughs) He's so bad. Mark Merrill. I chuckled when I saw he was the first one on the list. Mark Marrow, The Rock, Godfather, D'Lo Brown, Shelton Benjamin, Umaga, Santino Morella, uh, uh, Ray, Kofi, Ezekiel Jackson. Like, Big Zeke. Yeah. Big E, Bobby, Apollo, Nakamura. U.S. title, Booker T, Lashley, MVP, Shelton Benjamin, Kofi, R-Truth, Kalisto, Del Rio, Gender, Nakamura, Ray, Apollo Crews, Ricochet, Samoa Joe, Damian Priest. I didn't get in. T- I did not dig into all of the mid cards on some of the other shows because honestly, I didn't know all of those belts. 
and I felt like that I had enough evidence to prove my case. Okay, so I just pulled it up. Pulled what up? The world titles. The WWE world title. Okay. Dating back to May 21st, 2017. Jinder Mahal. Mm-hmm. AJ Styles took it off him. AJ carried the belt. I didn't realize this. Carried about almost a year. Lost it to Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan lost it to Kofi. Kofi Kingston. That was when he had that awful wooden belt and he was the... The Planets Champion. Yeah. Kofi carried it for 180 days. Lost it to Brock Lesnar. In the worst way possible. Yep. Brock Lesnar beat Drew McIntyre. Or Drew McIntyre beat Brock Lesnar. WrestleMania. That was COVID year. Uh, that was 2020. March 25th, 2020. Randy took it off Drew at the Hell in the Cell. October of 2020. Drew McIntyre took it back 22 days later. Miz cashed in. Bobby Lashley took it off the Miz eight days later. Big E took it off Bobby. Brock took it off Big E. Bobby took it off Brock. Brock took it off Bobby. So, since 2017, one, five years, one, two, three, and this is counting Drew McIntyre, four, five, and that five people, Five holders of the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. So five, there's 14 different reigns that included seven people. Seven people, five of which are minorities. Are, are not American. Right. White Americans. Right. I mean, proof's in the numbers. Yeah. You know, you've got to have the players to play the game. 100%. Right? Baseball was an all-white sport before Jackie Robinson showed up. 100%. Didn't make it right. Not saying that that Vince is wrong, but at what point did he ever have the talent of African-American descent before The Rock come along to do that? But you think about it. Even when The Rock started, over the last 20 years, there's been a lot of people of color that have carried the belt. And carried carried one of the major titles, whether it was world title, intercontinental title, U.S. title. I'm not saying all this to crap on other companies. No. I'm not To say they're not doing I'm just, like, I'm tired of... Always hearing the same thing, typically from fans. They're like, well, Vince is a racist. Well, I mean, nobody's calling Tony Khan a racist. Right. And, I mean, he's not had a a world champion of color. Has not. I mean, other than Jake Cargill, but, I mean, like the big belt. Right. The you know? the world heavyweight championship yeah. has been held by four guys that have all been white. Yeah. Now, they might be Canadian, eh? Right. Looking at you, Chris Jericho. But he's, like... He's white, yeah. yeah. Like that's why when I said when I said when I said Sheamus and Drew Drew McIntyre, probably a little bit of a stretch to include them. Yeah. But I'm just like I'm just throwing that out. Like they are 
you know, they're not from America. They are, they're, I mean, they're, they're foreign. And I think that goes to that, like that, that's where the knock is. Like it's, I mean, Becky it's, Lynch falls underneath that too. It's people of color. It's, it's foreign. Like they don't, I don't think Vince gets enough credit well, for. In all honesty, right. Sorry to catch you off. Racist people. It doesn't. It's not a black and white thing, right? I mean, there are people that if you, if they're racist, they're racist against the foreigners. They're racist right. against African Americans. That because, I run a roofing company. We deal with racism all the time. All the time because you have because Hispanic. the first question they ask me, well, is your is your is your crew Mexicans? No, sir. They're Hispanic. Our crew's Hispanic. And and I'll be honest with you. I've turned jobs down, right, because of people's comments like that. Right, because I don't play that game. Well, and because there's some great guys that I work with. I've told you before, after knowing some of these crews, I would have no problem if your if your crew any of your crews were at my house roofing, and I had to run out, leaving my house unlocked. Right. I don't fear that they're going to break in my house and right. steal anything. Right. Because that's not what they do. That's, they're there to put the roof on. Right. Like, they want to get the shingles laid as fast as they can, get right. cleaned up, get home, take a shower, and sleep. Right. That's what they want to do. And, I mean, you know, one thing that I don't think Vince gets enough credit for, he gets a lot of criticism for stuff, is what he has done for women in places like Saudi Arabia. Right. There were 12 women on the Elimination Chamber card. Four not, years ago when they first went, there were none. They didn't want any. Right. And you look in the crowd, you see more and more women in the crowd. Yep. They're now putting women on billboards in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Like. They didn't have to wear t-shirts this last time. Did you notice that? They did not. Now they had the full suit on because they, they don't want to see the skin. Right. But I mean, the very first time, I think Sasha Banks and. Did they even have head coverings on? I feel like they may have. But. From but I mean, where, they were like in a t-shirt and sweatpants. Where where they started to where they are now, the WWE should get a lot of credit for helping women, at least when the WWE comes down. I don't know what it's like on a day-to-day basis, but I do know what I see when I watch. Mm-hmm. And we're to a place where they're now allowing them to bring women performers over. Mm-hmm. And like you said, there were 12 that were on the card just now. Mm-hmm. And and I think AEW will, will definitely have wrestlers of color that will become world champion. I mean, I think they'll continue. They need to, time. They need time. I mean, you know, I want to stress that this wasn't a crap on. Well, look, they're not doing, you know, pointing my finger, shaking it. They're not doing. No, no, it's no. not that. It's we were just doing a comparison. Just, just just doing a comparison because I don't ever really hear, you know, well, Tony Khan's a racist. Right. You, you don't ever hear that. But we frequently hear and read, well, Vince McMahon's a racist. And I just, like, I wish we were at a point where we could move past this. Right. I mean, we as also... As a society, not only a wrestling fan. Right. But just as a society. Well, and I mean, but you get... And, and then to kind of play... Well, Cesaro was misused. Multiple-time Intercontinental Champion. Multiple-time Tag Team Champion. In the main event scene, 
He wore he created the U.S. belt too, didn't he? I I think so. But I'm like, he wasn't misused. Just because he didn't get used the way that you wanted him to, well, doesn't mean he was misused. So there's only one world title belt. Not everybody can be world champion. So I say that to say, you know, was Kofi's run was it ended? Terribly, because you, you you and I don't like the way that it he got squashed. He wasn't even supposed to be the champion, right? It was supposed to be Mustafa Ali, right? If we're being honest, right? But Mustafa Ali got hurt. They bumped Cody uh, Kofi into the spot. Kofi took the ball and ran with it, right? But Kofi held held the title for 180 days. Was the way that he lost the belt crappy? Yes. But the he way he squashed. won was amazing. It was amazing. It was one of the best WrestleMania moments ever. The run he went on to get there, amazing. I hate that he got squashed, but that doesn't make what he did any less important. Right. Because of the color of his like it, it doesn't matter. It, it, it wouldn't it have would, mattered who was across it, the ring. They were would, getting squashed that night. It, exactly. It wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't have mattered that. That it was Big E that was... No. Whenever whenever wrestlers like Brock Lesnar are involved, nine times out of ten, he's going to win. Yeah. Because he's money. Yep. And it's just a shame that we can't... Like, we get so caught up in all the hatred that goes on in this world, and there's a lot of it, that we get caught up. We can't just be happy for people. Right. We have to try to poke holes in it, and we have to call people names, and we have to try to put, try to insult their character, and we have to try to do all this stuff when it's not necessary. Let's just enjoy what's happening. Let's enjoy the product for what it is, and let's be glad that we have people like Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio and Alberto Del Rio and Kofi Kingston, Bobby Lashley, Asuka, Shinsuke Nakamura, The Rock, like Booker T, that these that we now live in a society where these people of color who less than 100 years ago would not have been able to do any of this are now able to be the top in the professional wrestling world. Right. I know we're running a little long, or long, but I want to, I want to, I want to throw tag team bouts here because there's something interesting about that. Okay. So I went quite a, quite a ways back, 1994. You had Men on a Mission, which was Mabel and Mo. Yeah. They held the belts for two days. Yeah, it wasn't very. It was right. He also was King of the Ring, by the way. Right. Uh, the Colognes, Primo and Carlito, 84 days in 29 in 2009, and then basically since 2012, you've had. Kofi and R-Truth, New Day, Usos, Primetime Players, AOP, Street Profits, and The Hurt Business, right? Now, I mean, Usos, New Day, Street Profits, and Hurt Business have all been, Recent. you know, recently. But, I mean, they New Day and Usos have been around a while. WCW, one tag team. It was Harlem Heat. They held the belt ten times. Harlem Heat is... The WCW's greatest tag team. Right. Ring of Honor. G.O.D., the Gorillas of Destiny. Gorillas of Destiny. And then the Foundation, which was uh, Lethal and Gresham. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> like, all of them. Right. <laughs> so. And, you know, the argument 
to this is going to be if there and, is and one. And I, I look, there were, there were probably some some mixed in there, but I was looking for full, full, full color. Right. Yeah. The argument to this will be, well, the WWE they have had more wrestlers, more, more. Listen, you're trying more to more wrestlers, more opportunities. You're you're trying to split frog hairs. Okay. Yeah. Just please, can we move past? There's a, like I said, there's enough hatred in this world. Yep. Let's move past, you know, trying to throw stones. Let's just enjoy pro wrestling. Let's enjoy how far pro wrestling has come. Let's enjoy how far pro wrestling still has yet to go. But at the end of the day, let's just enjoy it. Right. Yeah, 100%. 100%. A very fruitful show. I, I think it was a topic that we definitely need to talk about. Yep. I hope that uh, I hope people get to listen to this show. I do too. I really do because I think we had some really good points. I think so. I like this show. It was a good show, and I like you. I like you too, buddy. And we like you, the listeners. <laughs> do we do, do we want to do we want to tease a little bit of what's upcoming? Well, we have a big event coming up. I, I don't know. I don't know if you've heard about it or not. Yeah. I mean. I don't even know how to explain it. Well, um, I mean, a lot of wrestlers get together. They do at one event, and it, it's uh, in one city. And it is in one city, and I mean, it's it's mania going on. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. so so much action. Yeah. I, but anyway, it's it's kind of a big event that it is that uh, a certain VKM went all in on. Yep. Forty years ago, almost. Right. And I mean, there, this one guy who was dead. He had a streak that went like twenty one and zero. Yeah, you had um, the this dragon from America go through impossible odds. You know, you might say that uh, he was a yes man, uh, and he won the company's biggest prize. Yeah, you had uh, you had a a guy that had twenty four inch snakes on his arms mm-hmm. for arms. He lifted a giant above yeah. his head, and I mean, and that's not considering you know all the actors and stuff that have been involved. Anyway, you may have heard of it, right? But it's coming up, right? So we have we have some topics that revolve around. Well, we've basically dedicated the next three, four shows. We have. I mean. Do you want me? To, do you, I mean, we got the names here. Oh, sure. Okay. The first show is, what if WrestleMania one doesn't work? Right. I just teased that Vince McMahon went all in on WrestleMania one. Yep. So what happens if it doesn't? So we'll we will break down WrestleMania one, kind of the backstory, how it came to be, who all was on the card, so on and so forth, and then we'll. Talk about what happens if it doesn't work. Right. I think a lot of people, a lot of listeners are probably like, well, that answer is simple. But it may not be as simple as you think it is. Right. We move a few years ahead on the next episode, and we talk about that man with the 24-inch snakes instead of arms, slamming the big giant. Yep. Well, what happens if Andre doesn't let that happen? Right. Because And if you don't know the story to that, then we're going to fill that in. We're going to tell you. Because one thing you'll find out is if the boss didn't want it to happen, then it didn't happen. Right. 
So what if that doesn't happen? How does that change professional wrestling? Right. And then we also are going to do our, we talked about the dead man that had the streak. Yeah. Well, it's a two-part episode. One is, what if the streak never happened? And I think during that, and an idea that just popped in my head, I want to discuss at what point do we think that Vince and company were like, hey, I think we have something here. Yeah. And decide to make it a streak. Right. Because it, you don't just win one or two matches and like, yeah, baby, he's got a streak. Yeah. You know, you think about hit streaks in baseball. Yeah. They don't start celebrating hit streaks in baseball. Until you get to 20. Anymore, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's got to get it's got to get well up there. Yeah. So at what point did it actually become a streak? So we're going to look at what if the streak never would have started. Right. And we'll also, during that, we'll look at potential people who could have beat him. Right. And then we'll look on the flip side of what if the streak never ended. Right. You know, pros and cons of both. And then, of course, we got our WrestleMania Super Show where we're going to go through like our other super shows have been, we're going to go through our favorite WrestleMania moments and you know all that, all that jazz. And then, because we love you guys and we love WrestleMania so much, the week after, we're going to do a WrestleMania recap show. So you don't even have to watch the pay per view; we'll watch it for you yeah. and tell you all about it. Yeah. And then we have our pay-per-view that we have to work in there somewhere, too. Jiminy Christmas, I forgot. What did we call that? It was something Madness. Wrestle Madness, maybe? Was it? I don't know if it was Wrestle Madness. Hang on. on. It was... Yep, Wrestle Madness. Wrestle Madness. We've already got part of our card worked out for that. Oh, man. Wrestle Madness. We may have to do that instead of the recap show. Maybe it can be two. Maybe it can be both. Maybe. We'll see. But anyways, the next month is dedicated to WrestleMania, the greatest whoop, whoop. invention ever for our for us wrestler fans. I will agree so, with that. Well, I think we just set a record for a new show length. So I'll try to beat it next week, knuckleheads. <laughs> All right. Man, well, guys, we appreciate you as always, and uh, we'll see you next week. Stay safe, friends. That wraps up today's episode. We want to say thanks to all of our listeners. Without you, none of this is possible. If you haven't had a chance yet, please go out and leave us a five-star review on your favorite platform. Make sure to check us out on Facebook, at From Corner to Corner, on Twitter, at Corner to Corner PC, and on TikTok, at From Corner to Corner. You can always reach us on Facebook or on email, cornertocornerpc at gmail.com. We love you all, and we'll see you next time.